This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. He is also the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. Brian, um, how's vacation? Since uh, I'm technically talking to you in the future, you are, you are <laughs> supposed to be off, out of state, enjoying vacation. Uh, how do you think vacation's probably going right about now? I would say vacation's probably going pretty well. Uh, heading out to California to see some folks and uh, look forward to spending some time with uh, with them. I don't take many days off, but uh, they've asked me to take time off. So I'm going to take time off. They didn't do it as a force you kind of a thing. They're saying, hey, before the draft gets cracking and all that, can you can you take Take a few days. So can you, can you not I'm run yourself do down, Brian? We're we're gonna need you. Okay, so yeah. we we need you to 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 get in yeah. a, a little bit of a breather. We got a lot yeah, coming. I'm, up. I feel I'm gonna feel good. I'm sure when I get back, and then I go right to Rangers baseball, which will be fun. So looking forward to it. Good deal. Well, uh, I'm I'm glad you're enjoying vacation right now. Or I assume you. you're enjoying Appreciate vacation yeah, right now. Nice I'm sure Thank that's you. going on, uh, Brian. I, I there's because we're doing this a little bit into the future. Uh, and we we needed to. This was a good chance to to knock out a little bit of evergreen topics. I felt like obviously sure. we don't want to you know talk about well did the Cowboys hire a passing game coordinator or anything else because uh, yeah. we don't know that. Maybe you guys know that now. We don't know that right now when we're recording this. So there are a couple of issues or, or a couple of topics that I've been wanting to look at. One is a game we will do next segment. I'm going to get your wheels turning right now, Brian, uh, but we're going to do draft, trade, sign, or hold. So we're going to okay. take a look at certain positions. We're going to figure out, would you prefer, given the depth or what's available out there, to draft for the position, trade for it, sign it, or just continue to grow the players that they have internally and kind of roll with it? But I want to lead off with a question that's kind of been eating at me a little bit over the last couple of weeks. And you may think this is something that you can easily discount as a no, or maybe it's an obvious yes or whatever else. But I, I, I've had a little bit of this gnawing feeling at me that after the Green Bay Packers game, Dak Prescott stood up there and they were asked about Mike McCarthy's job status. And Dak Prescott said, uh, if he's on the chopping block, throw me up there too. Like put me up there as well. I, I need to answer for that as well, because I, I, I've, 
I've failed just like he has. And so if you're going to say that he's fallen short and he needs to go, well, then you need to ask those same questions about me, which was a nice show of leadership from Dak Prescott. It's a, it's a, a nice approach to have. Um, but, you know, it wasn't just publicly. There was a lot of support publicly, sure. but I think that there were definitely some people in their exit interviews uh, who communicated to the Cowboys front office that, hey, we we like Mike and, and we think that, that Mike should be back next year. We think he did a good job. So given how the Cowboys were clearly evaluating their head coaching spot, they've got a guy like Bill Belichick out there on the open market, a guy like Mike Vrabel, guys that they really appreciate. They had Dan Quinn in house who they, they didn't necessarily want to see go. When they were making that decision, my question for you, Brian, is do you think that there's an argument to be made that the Cowboys players are the ones who actually saved Mike McCarthy's job with their public and private endorsements of him to the Cowboys front office? Don't think it hurt, Bobby. I don't think it did. But I went on a a little bit of a rant on 105.3 The Fan about uh, not wanting to change, Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, oh, yeah, you you went viral yeah, for that one. I went viral on that one. Yes. You, uh, Brian, Brian, if you haven't seen it, just go go YouTube. Brian brought yeah. us epic rant and we posted it on the 105 through the fan page. You can see yeah. it there. He, Sorry he went about off. my coughing uh, again. My vacation. I didn't get over my cold, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're still fighting this cough a gosh, week later, Brian. It's so bad right now. Getting, I apologize. Get folks. it together, really John, Brian. <laughs> I really do. Um, and I'm afraid to take any cough medicine because it just kind of loosens everything. And I just kind of didn't just. You don't want to cough all night. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. Um. I think that. Uh... What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I think the coaches, I put it this way, I think the players, they really, really like Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, you talk to people, even the hardened people in the organization that, you know, that like, uh, we need to do something different. You know, they they like Mike McCarthy. Personally, yeah. And I did. I went on that rant against Stephen Jones. And I said, and you know, I said he doesn't want change. He mm-hmm. when you bring in when you bring in a different coach, when you bring in a Bill Belichick, when you bring in uh, a Mike Vrabel, when you bring in, you know, anybody, these these all these coaches, when you bring in a different one, especially one that has a very high profile, that likes to do things their way. Yeah. They're going to question that, you know. Mike McCarthy comes from a system in Green Bay where my old buddy Ted Thompson picked the players. Ted Thompson signed the players. You know, they they had a way of operating. And Mike was involved in player evaluation, but not to the level. As my experience has always been in working in the Cowboys front office, that the head coach, whether he wants to or not, does have a say. Right. You know, Mike uh, you know, Jason Garrett had a say. Dave Campo had a say. Um, you know, Wade Phillips had a say. You know, maybe maybe too much of a say. You know, Bill Parcells had a say. So to me, you know, with Stephen, they operate a certain way. You know, if you change, then maybe they don't get to operate that way. You know, maybe they 
Maybe somebody comes in and says, well, why aren't we signing more of these free agent players? Why are we always signing our own guys? Why are yeah. we? I don't really like this guy. Why are we? Why are we? Why are we working on a second contract on this guy? You know, th- there's there's something to what McCarthy allows them to do, and I think that Stephen Jones, at least for another year, him and Will McClay, they're hoping like hell that Mike McCarthy sees it through that he doesn't, you know, that he gets a contract extension because. Change for personnel guys is not good. You know, right. it's just not because then you have to figure out, okay, well, uh, different coordinators, you know, different head coach, different players, different. It's just, it's the upheaval of it all. And I think that Steven and Will are totally comfortable doing things the way they are right now, you know, and that's, that's why I went on that rant. And I don't mean that as a slam to Steven. I just know that. These teams that have continuity, they they tend to work out. You know, they do a pretty good job. And Dallas has won what thirty six games the last couple three years. Yeah, they've had a lot of success. I mean, Mike McCarthy, if he was coaching in Carolina, Atlanta, uh, Arizona, they'd throw a damn parade for him winning mm-hmm. as many games as he's won. You know, so I kind of feel like though that he, um, you know, they're 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 putting him out there. You know, they're like, okay, you got one more shot. But in, deep down inside, Stephen and Will are kind of hoping that he sees this thing through and somehow gets an extension out of this. Let's. Uh, that makes this, sense. Yeah, no, I think it makes a ton of sense, and I think that the they don't want to change. They don't want to. They just don't want to. They want to keep drafting. They want to keep signing their own. They have a system that they're really comfortable with. And sometimes when you make hard decisions, you have to be uncomfortable. And they're just not willing to do that right now. I, I look at it this way uh, w- to the specific question of the idea of, is it something where the Cowboys players potentially saved his job? Um, I think some helped. Yeah. Here, here's, here's Zach Prescott. Let's, let's be, like let's that. be very, yeah, let's be, helped. let's be very honest. And, and I don't want to speak for you. This is just from my own experience talking to people. I don't think, he's gone through four seasons now, Mike McCarthy. I don't think his relationship with his players has always been great here. And I don't think so either. I don't think his relationship speaking for me there because I'm hearing the same thing, but I think there's certain to me, this is going to sound terrible and please, I'm sure it's going to get clipped and all that. Let's not, let's not go clipping things and and whatever else. I'm just making an observation here. Sometimes when you're a player, and you feel like that the change could potentially happen, mm-hmm. you take the opposite approach. And you're like, man, if that guy goes, I you need I need to go too. And I'm I'm just said I just kind of gave you the Dak Prescott right there. Yeah. Players don't always want that blood on their hands. They just True. don't. They don't. They don't want to be the guy that's known as the coach killer. Now, coach killer can be a couple different things. Coach Killer would be a guy that you trust and you play him out there and then he kills you in your game and then you lose and then you get fired. Yeah. But co- but generally players don't want to be the guy that says, you know, comes out and says, hey, we've got to do something different. You know, we need something different. We need to look at ourselves, but maybe we need to look at the whole operation. You know, sometimes you'll hear people say that. But I, I think, you know, you wonder with Dak, and here I'm kind of singling him out, don't clip it, you know. <laughs> this is my thought. 
Dak's uh, we're, we're, we're going to need to very put that, good at playing this game. We're going to need to put to put that as your your display name. My for disclaimer: now. Don't clip it. But let me that tell you, this, Dak, Dak is really good at playing this game. He really he he's very savvy with how politics and stuff work. You know. Yeah, I, I I would say this too. When I when I say I don't know that he's uh, that Mike McCarthy's always had the best relationship with his players, um, and I think it's improved a great deal. Sure. I think twenty twenty was a well, tough I year for Dak that. for that, didn't I? I, I no. Well, here is what I am going to say. Yeah, I, I think that if you were to ask both of them privately and off the record, they would both say the two of them have not always had the best relationship. I agree. I, I agree. think that they did a lot of growing this season. Sure did, and, and so I think that. When it comes to this question, I think that makes an impact on, on the Cowboys front office because they they understand these things, too. They see those tensions and that growth. So I think when yeah. they see, man, Dak coming here and making the statement, I think even privately saying like, hey, I, th- I think this is this is probably the right thing to do. Then I think that that gives the Cowboys pause because I'll say this. I think if the quarterback went in there and said this isn't working out with the head coach, I don't right. think the head coach is here. I, I, I think the head I think the I think the quarterback has that kind of power, you know, I think there's some others on that. Uh, I think there's some others on the team too that have, you know, a little bit of a say. But that, but that 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 quarterback has the 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 biggest say, I think. And and Bobby, I I I totally buying into what you're saying because I I don't think it's always been pretty between the head coach and and the quarterback. Yeah. You know, something something gave after the buy. Sure. Somebody, somebody somebody walked into Mike McCarthy's office and said. You keep calling offenses like that, we're all going to get fired. Yep. You know, we need to do something differently here. You know, and you know that's that's kind of where that's kind of where we're we're at right now. So sometimes these these players will stand up there, like I said, and they will. Well, man, it's you know we got to look at this. You know, we got to look at ourselves and you know this, that, and the other, right? Because they don't want the blood on their hands. You know, they don't want to be the guy that all of a sudden got rid of a head coach. Because of comments they made, just something to think about. Something I was—I was, I had been rattling around recently. I don't know if we've talked about that impact, that effect of it as much. That—that that I think you can make the the argument that in, in a lot of ways, Dak Prescott and a lot of these players helped save the job. So, so when you're upset about yeah. them retaining Mike McCarthy, and I wasn't necessarily thrilled with it, but if you have that sort of reservation or you have that sort of frustration, know that I think in large part, the, the players contributed to that. Uh, I want, I want Mike McCarthy to succeed now because I know, as I said in the previous show, I know that helps Mike Zimmer. Yeah. That's that. I want to see Mike Zimmer and I want to see Greg Ellis. I want to see them have success. I really do. Absolutely. I, I Those think guys were part of my life, you know, when I worked for the Cowboys and they're hardworking dudes. One of them was a great player for the Cowboys. I had to draft Trey Thomas at Philadelphia because Dallas took Greg Ellis at eight and we took Trey at, you know, at 11. And I had to make sure that we were able to block Greg Ellis there, you know, that kind of thing. So a lot of respect for those guys that, that, that I worked with. And Mike Zimmer, uh, you know, is a top shelf guy. He really, really is. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.